everyone, and thank you for coming to my podcast, Conquerors 12. I'd like to thank you for listening, to anyone who's listening. And before we start off today's message, I'd like to just start off with some prayer. Lord Jesus Christ Almighty, we give you thanks, God. We give you thanks for another life. We give you thanks for a happy Christmas. I hope that all my listeners had a happy Christmas and spent it with their families and friends. Lord, I pray that we come into this new year with a, with a new life, God, with a new soul, with the ability to make a choice with it to what we want and to what we need, God. Lord, I also pray that the word that I'm going to share today fills the hearts of my listeners, God, and fills their souls with your presence, God. In Jesus' name, amen. Um, uh, how you doing, guys? This is my second episode so far. I hope you guys like the first one, God of the Promise. If you haven't listened to my first episode, please go check it out. I'm on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and on Anchor, as you just heard the ad say. And so, the message today is called Polar Opposites. Now I know what you may be thinking, like, well, Polar Opposites, where in the world did you get that, like, title from? But have you ever heard the, um... The phrase, opposites attract? I bet you have. And this is more like referring to science, you know. The north end of the magnet attracts the south end of the magnet. I don't know. But anyway, I feel like this applies to my message today. Because there are many traits in life that are polar opposites, but can take place in the exact same situation. And so to start of off, start us off today, <laughs> I'd like to start with our, I say, main scripture, which is Deuteronomy 11, 22 through 28. And it goes as says, Obey faithfully all the laws that I have given you. Love the Lord your God. Do everything he commands and be faithful to him. Then he will drive out all those nations as you advance and you will occupy the land belonging to nations greater and more powerful than you. All the ground that you march over will be yours. Your territory will extend from the desert in the south to the Lebanon mountains in the north, and from the river Euphrates in the east to the Mediterranean Sea in the west. Wherever you go in that land, the Lord your God will make the people fear you as he has promised, and no one will be able to stop you. Today I am giving you the choice. I'd like to stop there and really emphasize the word. Today, I'm giving you the choice. Wherever you're listening right now, just imagine your head, the word choice, with that power that word has in our lives. Everything that we do has a choice. I had a choice to record this podcast. You had a choice to listen. Again, let's keep on going. Today, I'm giving you the choice between a blessing and a curse. A blessing if you obey the commands of the Lord your God that I am giving you today, but a curse if you disobey these commands and turn away to worship other gods that you have never worshipped before. Now I want to take um, a pause and really emphasize the power in that statement. So, and this is Deuteronomy. This is after Exodus when all um, the people of, it, of Israel has have escaped from Egypt. Therefore, um, this is prophet, you know, giving the commandment, giving an order. He's saying, obey. 
don't disobey because everything that you do has a choice. My dad always, he always says that temptation isn't a plea. Temptation is a choice. And that, I guess, really has stuck with me because whenever temptation comes around, we have a choice whether to give in or to stay strong. Now, again, we're we're polar opposites. I'm speaking on traits in our lives that may seem completely opposite, but attract, as in they're nothing alike. They're completely different, but you can find them in the same exact situation. Because this is the key word for today. It's all about perspective. It's all about the way you see things. So our first polar opposites are fear and faith. Now, I'd like to start off with the good, with faith. So faith, for our passage for faith is James 1, 2 to 3. And it says, My brothers and sisters, consider yourselves fortunate when all kinds of trials come your way. For you know that when your faith succeeds in facing such trials, the reality is the ability to endure. Now again, this is all about perspective. We, when trials come at us, we always have the perspective to see whether it's a bad thing that's happening or if it's making us stronger. If God is putting us down or if God is making us stronger for things to come. Because you know when you climb the hill, you're coming up to a mountain. But you need to climb that hill to gain the strength. And then, all about perspective is a battle between two words. The why versus the because. If you're always facing on the why, why did this happen to me? Why is this happening? Why do I have to go through this? You'll always be facing on the negative part of it. That's your perspective. But if you focus on the because, that is what you need to focus on for your perspective to come positive into your life. This is happening because God is making me stronger. This is be happening because I am such a threat to the devil that he has to put trials in my way. And now I also want to bring that up too. People always get confused saying, well, they don't know that is an attack from the devil or if, you know, it's a warning from God. But what if it is an attack from the devil, but God is using that to give you strength? God is using that attack from the devil to empower you. And I'd like to go on to our verse for fear, which is Psalms 34, 1 through 4, which says, I will always thank the Lord. I will never stop praising him. I will praise him for what he has done. May all who are oppressed listen and be glad. Proclaim with me the Lord greatness. Let us praise his name together. I prayed to the Lord and he answered me. He freed me from all my fears. Fear in our lives can be powerful. But the faith that we can have in God is much more powerful. It's greater. It's stronger. For greater is the one who lives in me than he who lives in the world. Fear is a liar, and we're no longer slaves to fear. 
we can always let go of fear. Fear is the anticipation of something bad. You fear something's going to happen. You anticipate something bad is going to happen in your life, in a certain moment, in an upcoming moment. But if you really realize that you're such strong faith and you have such faith in the Lord, that fear will go away because you know that God will protect you at all times. Now our next pair of polar opposites are sick and saved. I like to stop there and really emphasis on the sick part. Now we have many ideas of being sick. Sick is having a flu or catching a cold, having some sniffles, a cough, um, maybe even um, as in like a mental disorder such as Down syndrome or autism. We can call those people sick. But what really sick is in the Bible, sick is not being in the ways of the Lord. I really like to, you know, emphasize that. In the Bible, sick means not in the way of the Lord. I'd like to take up the... um, the story of the ten leopards that were healed. When they were sick, they were both types of sick. They were sick in health and they were sick in spirit. But when they crossed the Lord's path, they were healed in both parts. Now I'd like to bring us to our next verse, which is for sick, which is Jeremiah 8 verse 18 through 19 which says my sorrow cannot be healed i am sick at heart listen throughout the land i hear my people crying out is the lord no longer in zion is zion's king no longer there the lord their king replies why have you made me angry by worshiping your idols and by bowing down to your useless foreign gods now that verse has a lot of power this is saying, my, my heart is sick and nothing can heal it except the Lord. Because as you can see, he, he screams, the Lord has left Mount Zion. Zion's king is no longer there. Zion's king is our God. When God is not there, we are sick at heart. We are sorrow. Our sickness in spirit is not a sickness, is not a sickness that can be healed by penicillin or some type of medicine. Our sickness and soul can only be healed by our Savior, our one true God. When God isn't present in our lives, we don't have the power to battle the sickness in our souls. But then again, we will always be saved. Bring me to my next verse, Lamentations 3, verse 58-59, which says, You came to my rescue, Lord, and saved my life. Judge in my favor. You know the wrongs done against me. You came to my rescue, Lord, and saved my life. God enters for rescue, and he saves us. 
we need to open up the door and let God enter into our lives if we have a sickness in our soul that cannot be healed. If we have a sickness that is penetrating deep within our soul and our spirit, we must open the door for God, our Savior, the Holy Spirit, to come in and truly penetrate us. The Lord came to save us from our sickness, and He heals us. Which brings me to another verse, Psalms 103.3. It says, He forgives all my sins and heals all my diseases. Now, this isn't talking about diseases as leprosy, although in human form as Jesus, He did heal lepers and lames and sick, but this disease as in a disease of our soul our spirit i can't say that enough because it's not our not our flesh not our body it's our soul and spirit it's nothing else and now our last pair and i feel the most powerful pair of polar opposites is lonely versus loved now, this is especially a problem between many adolescents and um, young adults in college or in high school, middle school. Depression has become a very widespread problem nowadays. I'd like to bring up a new uh, passage, Psalms 25, 15 through 17. I look to the Lord for help at all times, and he rescues me from danger. Turn to me, Lord, and be merciful to me, because I am lonely and weak. Relieve me of my worries and save me from all my troubles. We are pleading out to God in our lonesome times to come and help us. Come into our souls and fill us. Fill us with his presence. I don't know if you've noticed this, but whenever I go hang out with a friend, or you may go hang out with a friend, you may, you guys may just sit there together on your phones, going through Instagram, but having the presence of someone else makes you joyful. And if the presence of a human being makes you joyful, imagine the presence of our God. We must seek God in our lonesome times. When we don't feel like anyone's there for us, we must know that God is there for us. We must know that he will always be there for us. And then there's love. Jeremiah um, 31 verse 3 to 5 goes as so. I appeared to them from far away. People of Israel, I have always loved you. So I continue to show you my constant love. Once again, I will rebuild you. Once again, you will take up your tambourines and dance joyfully. Once again, you will plant vineyards in the halls of Samaria. And those who plant them will eat what the vineyards produce. This refers as to when Jesus came, when we let God into our lives, into our being, into our soul, into our spirit. We will be joyful again. We will feel that love. We will feel the eternal love that he has for us. That that reckless love. The careless love. 
God doesn't care where you've been or how far you've fallen. He's always going to love you. When someone's going through something, don't say, God did this because. Just know that God is always there with you. And God always loves you. There may not be a reason, but God will always be with you. Now, many of you may have, you know, significant other, a spouse, a girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever. Um, But when we are loved, we can't be lonely. When you're in a relationship, you know you always have that one person that you can always text in the middle of the night and talk to about your problems. God is always going to love us. And he is 100% available at all times. He will always be there for us. He will always love us. He will always be in our lonesome times, making us dance joyfully and to take up our tambourines and play music. (laughs) Now, I like to end this message with a prayer. I want to finish up with just saying this. In this new year that's coming up, I hope that you all can be have a changed perspective towards this new year. Don't look at this new year or these trials that come ahead as a bad thing, but as a good thing. Try to view the hills that you climb preparing you for the mountain that you must overtake. And I'm going to end with prayer. Lord God, we come to you today with open hearts on bended knee, God. Whether it may be physically or spiritually, God, we're on our knees towards you, God. We give you thanks, God, for life in this new year, God. I pray that you will help us make a choice on perspective towards the situations that you throw at us, God. May that perspective be in your will, God, not in ours. May the perspective that we overtake improve our faith, God. Improve the sense of love that you have for us, God. May it improve our the Savior that you have come here in the feeling of savedness that you have brought upon us. Lord, I give you all this in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Again, thank you guys for listening. And I'll come to you next week. Um, Hope you had a Merry Christmas and have a Happy New Year's. Hello, everyone, and welcome to my podcast, Conquerors 12. Now, to get this podcast on the road, I recorded a sponsorship ad for the app Anchor. So for the next minute and a half, this is just ad. Please wait and stay through it, and then you can listen to the message afterwards. Thank you for listening.